The following program is a production of All The Way Live Entertainment. This show is sponsored by APCW Wrestling Academy. Learn wrestling from WWE Hall of Famer Robert Gibson. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, contact them at 770-871-5417 or online at apcwdouglasville at gmail.com. Also, buy a collar and elbow brand. Save 10% on your next purchase by using our discount code WPNRussell. That's WPNRussell at checkout and get a discount on great collar and elbow products. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! It has been a long time coming, but I have finally got her. Tonight on the podcast, I have a lady wrestler who has been partly partly referred to affectionately by me, that's easy for me to say it, as a member of the Tennessee crew that has come down to Georgia on numerous occasions. Uh, She's been featured on my channel no less than about four or five times, and between stretching her opponents in the ring, she's at home doing the mama thing so she's a woman of uh, varying skills veteran in the ring one half of the highest viewed video that the women's pro wrestling network channel has ever produced and uh i'm gonna say that she's only just begun so we are for the first time going to talk about the highs the lows the hows the whys of the business exactly what she'd like to accomplish everything in between joining me she is known as the black widow this is Brianna Call. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I am very honored. Wow, the, the the honor is mine to to have you on finally. You know, because as I said, you've, you've been featured on the channel a, a, a number of times now, whether you are aware of it or not. <laughs> <laughs> right? Absolutely, absolutely. So you know, so let's let's get down into it. As I did say uh, during that intro, you're part of what I affectionately refer to as the Tennessee crew, yourself, Wetmore, Tiffin Rocks, Rock and Roll Roxy, uh, Miranda Wrights, etc. You know, y'all have been in and around uh, the Tennessee area and then, of course, popping in Georgia here and there. Uh, in fact, I want to say I think the first time I ever saw you work may have been you and Wetmore taking on uh, Rocks and Roxy. I'm not going to say the team name that they were worked under because I know there was some legalese that kind of kicked in around that. Uh, yes. but, but, but do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, I believe I do. I believe I do. That was, was a while, while back. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, what do you remember what year that is, or, or, or thereabout? Oh, 
I'm want to say maybe I see I, I've been in the business since 2009, so maybe 2013, maybe really? 14. I, I maybe would've, I would have figured that to be one of your early early ones. It may have been. It may have been. Honestly, I, I've had so many so many encounters with them <laughs> I, I, I know you have see now that's what i'm talking about you know I, that's, that's my tennessee crew i love y'all guys you know you, yeah y'all are kind of interacted and switched and swapped partners and opponents on, on a variety of different ways uh i i i kind of stage you and i don't know if this is a, a good way to say it by outfit and uh, and your look that that is how I kind of gauge the the time frame when I'm looking at the uh, the Black Widow. Yes. Speaking of name, who named you? Actually, it was um, between my trainer and um, Logan Chase. Actually, um, the manager that I'm sure a lot of people know who he is. Um, he actually helped train me as well, and they came up with my name, so we went with it, and it kind of stuck. So, so you, you've never carried a different persona, and you never went by any other uh, name in the business? Has always been the Black Widow? Yes, always been the Black Widow. Well, you're, you're one of the fortunate ones, then. You didn't, you didn't have a bunch of different names kind of tossed on you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, the, the, I don't want to say the easy question here, but the obvious question for me is why wrestling? Of all the things that you could be doing with yourself, all the things that, you know, that you could break out your skills to accomplish, why the professional, why the crazy world of professional wrestling? Well, um, I'm, we all grow up, you know, watching wrestling. Well, at least I know I did. Um, just seeing everything from, and then I, you know, grew up watching wrestling, and it's just like, uh, you know, one day, one day I'm really going to do that. So um, when I was old enough, brought back up, my brother was actually, uh, he actually got into wrestling before I did, and then uh I seen, you know, watched him train and everything, and I was like, well, I really want to try that. Mm -hmm. And so I did, and I become good. Well, it took a while, but I think I got, I approved, and uh, I just, it, it's in my blood, it's in my passion, and it's just something that I've always wanted to do, honestly. Okay. So this was a case of longtime fan, and somewhere mm -hmm. along the line, somebody introduced you to the how. Like they introduced you to, yes. you could you could actually make this work, and you took that leap. I sure did. I absolutely. Okay, so let, let's rewind the clock back to when you were uh, starting out. You were you saw your brother. He does it. You feel like, hey, I could do that too. You jump into the well, I'm gonna say I don't want to make it sound like that. And not, you didn't just jump into the ring, but you began to train. And at no point did it ever come to you like, "Woo, this is harder than I thought," or anything like that. Yes, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, there was there was nights I went home and 
my body was just like, um, are you really going to keep doing this to yourself? <laughs> and, um, but, uh, just ice, ice it over, put some icy hot on and it, it was just really something I was really passionate about. So I decided just to keep, to keep going, to keep practicing and, and so I did, and the more I did it and the more I practiced, the more I fell in love with the business and everything, all the aspects, everything. I just fell in love, so I just wanted to keep going. Well, well good good on you. Glad that you kept going. But, you know, I, I think it's fair that you have to explain that uh, it's not as fun as what you – well, let me not say fun because I'm pretty sure you, there are moments when you had your fun, but <laughs> – yeah, T- taking taking the bump that that that's probably what I mean to say. Taking the bump for the first time when you are flat back and on in that ring, and then you realize, you know what, this is not quite a that trampoline that people like to describe it as. I mean, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's like I'm not when I first took that very first bump, um, I did let my air out, and so I lost. Like, I had to lay there for a second. I'm like, oh, this was a bad idea. <laughs> and it took a couple of tries and a couple of tries. And there for a while, I would think too much. And so I would psych myself out and not want to do it. But then I was like, oh, you know what? Just just do it. Just do it. And then just I just practiced and practiced and practiced. And, but, yeah, that very first, first bump was just like, oh, why did I even think that? I didn't think this through at all. <laughs> Okay, okay. So you you did that. How long did it take you to get to the point where it's like, okay, I I'm I've settled into this. I'm good now. I can take it. I would say it took me about uh a good month, month and a half to be like, okay, well, I think I'm I'm starting to get the hang of this. It's not hurting as bad. I'm realizing hey tuck your chin let your air out don't don't hold it in and i said i would say about a month a month and a half i was like okay i I can get the hang of this and just went from there honestly okay Uh, very good uh is there any one place that you would refer to as your home promotion or or you just kind of a nomad (sighs) yeah um i would have to say um TWA and well, it's it's not running anymore, uh, but it was in Dalton, Georgia, and it was a TWA. That's where I official officially like broke out and started. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, that that was the, the owner. Yeah yeah, that was that was the one. The owner um, actually, I think he rest his soul. He passed away. Um, couple years ago and he, he was a he was a great man and uh that that i just consider my home and my breakout and and now uh, he just he just took took me in and welcomed me with warm arms and i will always be grateful for twa and uh doug Watkins. okay I, I I never had the opportunity to hit a TWA show. I don't I don't think I ever ever had that chance to go there. Uh, in fact, I want to say what were the, the ones that I've seen you at? Uh, Georgia Premier, uh, 
Universal when Universal was running. I don't they they're no longer running anymore. Um, right. I, I, I believe that those were the two big ones, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Peach State. I I can't remember if you ever worked Peach State or not. Um, no, I've worked uh, I've worked TWE, um, of course Georgia Premier, uh, uh, Universal. You know when it was running. I think that was the 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 main one was because I I worked uh, Pandora a lot over in that area when <clears throat> she was still um, out and about and working yeah. and uh, yeah. Yes, you did. Uh, uh, I, although I did not produce the video for that specific match, I didn't get the opportunity to catch you and Pandora working live. At yes. Least. But I did get the chance to catch you and, and Carlisle working, and I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, I, I was there for ladies' night. I, I did produce that video. It is available on our site right now for anybody that hasn't had the opportunity to see uh, the widow. She worked the main event on that show. Yes. Yes. And yeah. See that, that, that sounded like that was one of the, uh, the, the, the highlights maybe of, of, of your wrestling career at the time. Yes, the, absolutely. I love Casey Carlisle and, um, I've always looked up to Casey and I'm waiting for a rematch. <laughs> so uh <laughs> I'm ready for a rematch. I've been ready since we I was able to work her and I I'm ready to work her again. Well, well, for those that did not, you know, it was since we already talking about it, I might as well just skip down to that. For those that didn't see it, uh again, you can go into our archives, Women's Pro Wrestling Network on YouTube. It is listed as DSCW Ladies Night 2014. And on that show, uh, the Black Widow wrestled against, uh, I don't remember, I don't think she was the NWA Women's Champion at the time, but uh, Casey Carlisle, and I will say, and this is what I wanted to get to talk to you about, there was a point in that match where it seemed like it just got amped up a little bit, and like you, if you listen to it, if anybody goes back and listen to it, just skip my commentary for a second, just listen to it, there's some real nasty hard hits going on there. Yes, absolutely. Like she, she's she's tough, but I'm pretty tough too. So when you get two tough women in a ring, we're gonna brawl, and I think that's exactly what happened. She showed her A game. I showed my A game, and it just I thought it went over great. And um, any uh, another opportunity, we both bring our A games again, and I think it would be over the top well i have no doubt about that but uh, but what was the switch that kicked off there i mean because and typical of cuss on my channel but I'm like there's a point in there it was like she just kicked the shit out of you in the, in the pack i was like what, what's going on right now <laughs> honestly i'm not sure um all i know is i, I know in the beginning i think she um uh she uh, almost hurt her ankle. Honestly, she yes, really she did. did. And, and the open, yeah, in the opening of our match, she almost hurt her ankle. And so I, um, I just, you know, took advantage, I guess. And I guess she kind of got, I don't know, I guess because I took advantage of, you know, the opportunity that portrayed. But 
But anyway, other than that, I mean, she she's a great worker, and I would I would work her over and over again if I had the chance. I, I bet you would, and and I do want to make sure that people understand that you didn't just take a bit. It's like you you gave as good as you got. So I mean, and, yes. And like I said, you can you can hear it. So anybody that's curious about it, check out the main event. If you doubt what I say, just listen to the thuds and the hits and the smacks in that match after what she just talked about, where uh, uh, unfortunately Casey at that time, I think she had a wet spot in the ring and uh, twisted her ankle a little bit. And it seemed like whatever was playing, I'm not going to say whatever was playing, but whatever she might have thought to be doing at that point, it just got, it had to be readjusted. And then it just turned into, let's just beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much, you're pretty much right. <laughs> uh, okay. I had always wondered about that. <laughs> but it, it's, it's great. It's, it's a fun match, and I, I'm glad I got the opportunity to call it. But, yeah, yeah it, it was fun just to kind of witness that. Um, I think around that time, you, you were really going through, a, um, in my view, a kind of an up-climb as, as the widow. I, I, I was I was pushing for you, really, <laughs> at that, that stage. Uh because, again, I had seen the first version of you in the tag match with, with Wetmore. And then all of a sudden, in that show, I see this different, lean version of the Black Widow. She's stepping into the range. And, and, and then I see you again, I think a couple of months later, uh, taking on Jessica Wetmore. Uh, and this is episode 19, for anybody that's uh, wondering about it. This, this is the, the episode that is the highest viewed that the Women's Pro Network has. It's at 1.9 million views. That is... Yes, yes, that is, that's amazing. <laughs> it's exceptionally high. Now, granted, just, just to clear the air, I am sure that there's a significant amount of people that's viewing that for all the wrong reasons. Okay. <laughs> I told Jessica that when I saw her face, face like, yeah, y'all got a lot of views. Now I know it's a lot. There's some guys out there that's viewing that for all the wrong reasons, but there uh, it, is. it is a, it, it is the one driving video that is, that is on that channel. I mean, it is, it's incredible. And I, I said, I, I think I said in the commentary, you look like a rustler's wrestler at, at the, in, yes. in the video. I mean, it, I don't know how you would think. It, it reminded me in style of a Dean Malenko, where it was whatever, you know, forget all the fun and games. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to stretch you and then I'm going to go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is, is that the uh, persona that we were looking to kind of accomplish at the time or the, what we were trying to relate to the audience? Yeah. Um, like, my character is, is just, hang on, um, my character is pretty much, I'm going to spin you in my web, um, and you're going to piss me off either way, I'm still going to spin you in my web, whether you're nice to me or not, um, I'm still going to come and... I'm going to take you out. I'm going to do whatever I have to do and just lay you on the mat. One, two, three. I'm going to try and, you know, get the bet the better of you. And then, I mean, sometimes, you know, they might get the better of me, but 
I do try my best to be the Black Widow and just, you know. Well, you did a fantastic job with it. That That's for certain. Uh, now, of course, I'm not going to point out how you won in that match because, you know, that I'm sure you would uh, argue that it was fair and square, but, you know. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, as a commentator, have to take a, a less biased approach. I, I, I have to say it objectively. I don't know if that was fair. Uh, I, I will leave that for anybody that is listening to this to go back and, and witness on their own. It seems like a you took advantage of, of Miss Whitmore. Let's just go ahead and call it. You took advantage and you, and you, you got a, a quick one over on her. Uh, and we never got the rematch, unfortunately. I think that shortly thereafter, uh, life changes, we'll, we'll call it, happened. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, we, we never got the opportunity to get that, that rematch. Unfortunately, no, we did not. <laughs> because if I had the money and I had the time, I absolutely would have booked it. I would have loved to have a rematch, too. It seemed your most persistent opponent, Jessica, I mean, for those that are listening. Yes. So she, she is. She's the one that uh, has kind of, I want to say mirrored you, but followed you to the bulk of your career. Yes, I, I would have to say yes, uh, absolutely. And now is she active currently? I mean, the, the last time I saw her, I believe she had just had a child, so I'm not sure if she even wrestles any longer. Um, no, um, she. I mean, she will like occasionally, like if you know somebody you know would book her or want her but other than that she she just uh stays at home and uh with her babies and uh she just doesn't really wrestle much anymore honestly oh man <laughs> are you kidding we need we need to change that yeah we need, we need to get i know and wetmore again one more time just you know just for that that one quick rematch the match that never happened Yes, I would. I would love to have that match. Love, love to have that match. I've always loved working Jessica, and uh, I would. I would love to have my rematch with her. Now, now let's let's go into your your particular life changes because you had a kind of a similar thing. Um, uh, motherhood came into play. Well, you were already a mother at that time, but motherhood again. We'll say that came into yes. play, which. Uh, naturally cause the hiatus do you ever feel like when, when you take the the hiatus that it affect you in the ring adversely or was it just like okay ride the bike boom i'm back on i'm back on it yeah yeah pretty much like um of course you know i've had i had uh i was there i was going going you know pretty steady and then of course you know i got pregnant and then um I just jumped right back in. I think it was about, uh, I gave about a month and a half, two months. I jumped right back in. Um, I was going for a while, and then I ended up pregnant again. Um, and this last time, and of course, you know, my my, uh, my last son. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then, yeah, I just hopped right back in, and I've been going, going ever since. It was just like, you know, took time off there for a while, and then just hopped right back into it. It's like, you, once you learn to bike, you don't forget. 
learn how to ride a bike, you don't forget. <laughs> and that's all you needed was a month, really? That's, that's it? Yeah, that's it. See, I'd assume that's like, oh, okay, it's going to take me at least two or three months off after that and relax for a little while or, or something. But nope, just a month. Nope. You're back in. I was back in. I was I was ready. I was, as I said, I, I'm passionate about wrestling, and it was it was in, it's in my blood, and um, I was I was ready to get back in that ring. So I, I waited about a month, and I went back in full force. I mean, do you ever do you do anything like to shake off the rust a little bit first, before, or is it just like, oh, hey, I'm ready to start booking, run ropes? I mean, and- I would. Yeah, I mean, I would, you know, go to the ring and, like, you know, do a couple bumps, run the ropes, you know, get a little, you know, warm up a little bit, and then, but other than that, yeah, I was, I was, I was ready to dive right back on in. (laughs) Uh, You are a a pretty dedicated wrestler, that's for certain. So, there's no point in me asking why you came back, because clearly it's just, it's just passion. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, let's ask this. Who would you cite as an influence in your wrestling? Oh. Ah, I think about this one. Yeah. um, Do you mean like just who influenced? Just in general. Just in general. Then then has to be some major name and nothing like that. Just, you know, we want to give credit where credit is due. Um, let's see. Um. Oh Lord, there there's so there's so many. <laughs> well, Honestly, well, there can, there well, really is. Fire me off a few. If you if you have any that come to mind, fire fire me off a few. It doesn't have to be one person. Um, well, they're, they're locally like the influencers and, uh, like, cause they have so much, they have so much passion for the business. It makes me have so much passion, like, uh, Chip Hazard, um, Ray Fury. I love, love watching Ray Fury work. Um, he's, he's amazing. Uh, Joey Lynch. Um, I love watching Joey Lynch. Um, he, he has so he, all that all that passion, and it, it you can see it, and that just that just makes me want to drive even further. Uh, Tiffany Rocks, I'm I, in all honesty, as many times as me and hers went back and forth into the ring, mm-hmm. all of her passion that she used to have, or and she probably still does have. I know she she won't every now and then still, but. I really looked up to Tiffany Rocks, um, of course, Casey Carlisle, um, uh, Mercedes Martinez. She's number one on my list. Like, if I could work Mercedes Martinez, she would be the person I would want to work. <laughs> oh, okay. That, that's so, that's yes, my praise. Yes. Yes, I love Mercedes Martinez. Um, and... Uh, I'd have to say, I know um, growing up, I watched, uh, uh, she was on WWE Victoria. She go or she used to go by Victoria, um, Tara, I think she went by Tara, too. Um, yeah, she went by Tara as a TNA knockout. Yes. Lisa yes, Marie Veron. I, yes, I absolutely love her, and she, she, her, 
pretty much my character, I tried to involve my character kind of like her because I was like so passionate over her. So she she's she's up there on my list too with Mercedes Martinez. So they're my two number one number one female wrestlers, I would have to say. Well, you, if you want to work her, you're gonna have to tell. You're gonna have to convince a promoter in the next six months. Well, what are we in? We're in the third. In the next nine months. Yeah. This, this, this is it for her. She said, "This, this is a farewell year." I know. Year. I know it. You got to get somebody to say, "Hey, we got to book that match: the Widow versus uh, uh, Tara." Exactly. Absolutely. And, and what fun that'll be. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be so much fun. You have to talk Tiffany out of complete retirement now because, you know, I'm, I'm not happy about hearing that, that she's, <laughs> that she's, that she's uh, winding down. And, and I heard Roxy yeah, yeah. was winding down. I was like, oh, man, I'm losing y'all. Oh, I know it. I know it. I, I had such big plans. I was like, I was going to put, I wanted to see them back as a tag team. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. See? I tell you, life, losing some of my favorite wrestlers now. Yes. Life has gone on, and they've decided to not hang up the boots necessarily, but not be out there doing it every weekend, I guess. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think you're going to have to talk to them about that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I am. (laughs) They, They may listen to you. Yeah, they may. They may actually. <laughs> Have you ever had any desires or uh, tryouts for any major promotion? That, that Have you ever felt like, hey, you know what, I want to give this a shot? Or has it just always been, I'm just happy kind of wrestling where I wrestle? I mean, it's crossed my mind a couple times, but I am happy with just, where I am now, but if I, if I did have the opportunity, I would really want to do like a shimmer or something like that. That would be something I would be interested in. But other than that, I'm I'm pretty happy just staying, you know, locally and doing the whole independent scene and just you know around you know the, these parts of you know like Tennessee and Georgia and stuff like that. I you were, I thought Shine would have been a really good fit for you. I I still do. I just just in like I said, your your the style that you presented to me in that match in particular, where it was just no nonsense. Um, you know, no frills. Mm-hmm. I'm coming out here. I'm gonna do my job. Then I leave. And it, and if they could relay that to the viewing audience, I was like, she is, she would have been perfect. The widow in that yes. incarnation would have been perfect for it to go to because you would have stood out. Everybody else had, you know, was doing a lot of flair, and it wasn't that you couldn't do it. I just liked that presentation. I don't know why. I just I I enjoy that presentation. Yes. Oh yes, yes. So, so are we going to see that again? Are we going to get that again in the future? Oh yeah, yeah. I have I have a lot of tricks up my sleeve, so. <laughs> Yeah, just be on the lookout. <laughs> now, as, as a woman that is uh, trained and, and put yourself through the, the beating and the rigors of being in a ring, 
what I have to ask your personal opinions about those that, and I'm not going to name any names. Let me let me just start with that. Those that step into the ring, who are clearly untrained, and get in with yourself and other you know individuals that that have gone through the proper channels, but now is your job to kind of make them look good, even though they haven't. Even though that may not be, well, I'm not even going to say, even though they are not on the level that you are because they haven't trained for it. And in fact, it becomes your job to keep them safe. Yes. Um, I know we all we all have to start somewhere and um, but if you're going to if you're going to come into the business and if you're not properly trained, then you put not only your own life, but mine as well. And I mean, just, just, I would rather, I would rather you be properly trained. I mean, I can, I can keep you safe, but, um, just, you know, just don't, don't try and, you know, do all these, this and that high flying or, if you can't do it, don't do it. Do you, I mean, don't try and hurt yourself or hurt, you know, the person you're with or e- anything like that. Just, I, I don't know. It's it's um, it's iffy with somebody who's untrained. I I would rather. I mean, I understand being, you know, the green greenhorn and you know being trained. But if you're coming in with no training at all, then I probably probably will take the whole match or we probably won't even, you know, work for long, like maybe a couple shots and then that's it. <laughs> well, that, that's probably the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, okay, I'm going to slam you and that's it. Just take the pen and we're done. That's... Yeah, but that's it. I mean, I know one of your girls um... – and again, I may not need to say the name because it, it, it might be easily traced. Uh, she, she got into the ring with somebody that was that was untrained, and she 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 managed to she pulled a good match out of her, or a decent match. But I but I knew for a fact that this person was untrained because she admitted it. I was like, uh, or, mm-hmm. or self-trained. We'll, we'll say that. And, right. And I know that is not the most comfortable situation to be in when you're. <laughs> trying to like okay I'm paid to make this match work but at the same time like how how much can I really do right exactly it's like like you come in you're not trained and I'm I'm not trying to put my life on the line of, uh, with yours as well so don't step in the ring period and if you do then we're just gonna brawl for a minute and then you're just gonna lay there and take the pin and we're gonna go to the back and you know, talk about, you know, what needs to happen, you know, just, yeah, that's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know, now these, these are the ups and downs that you face as, as yeah, you work in the yeah. business. Uh, another of one, which being the, uh, the promoter. Uh, I, I can only imagine at least once or twice, you might have come across a promoter of, uh, Shall we say maybe low moral fiber? That's... Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. 
Now, how do you handle this situation? Um, and again, you, you ain't got to put nobody out there now. Let me, let me just say that you, you ain't got to call no names, nothing like that. But you know, but when you do come across that, how how do you how do you deal with it? Yeah, I mean, if if I come across, you know, like if a you know a promoter tries to tries to book and then tries to book somebody who doesn't even know anything about the business more more than likely i will just you know politely be like look i'm sorry um i'm not too comfortable with this and um more than likely i just turn down the offer and just tell them that you know you're just gonna have to find somebody else because i'm just not comfortable with you know being put in the ring with something or someone and getting hurt or you know just just give it to somebody else because I'm not interested, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. Uh, you know what I'm surprised about, at least during, let, let's say, the last three or four years, I'm surprised that you and, and the rest of the girls hadn't kind of pooled yourselves together to kind of travel state to state. You know? There, there was enough of you guys there collectively. There was enough talent that you could have, you know, basically booked what maybe five of y'all at any given time yeah yes absolutely why did this not happen honestly i i really don't know i've always wondered the same thing honestly i i really don't know why this did not happen <laughs> just thinking about it i'm like yeah this that we could have had all of us, you know, we could all carpool, you know, but, and sometimes it is, it is the promoters not wanting to pay us females what we ask for, or, um, there's just, well, lots of stuff, like maybe some drama with some of the girls or this and that, but, but other than that, I don't, I don't see why, you know, we couldn't have, you know, just, you know, but hey, there's there's perfectly, you know, a lot of us right here, you know, we just go up here, have some great matches, but but yeah, most of the time it's probably most of most of the time it's normally the promoters that don't want to pay what we ask for, honestly. Well, unfortunately, yes, I can, I can see that because I have known several promoters who just have mm -hmm. out and out decided that it wasn't worth it. Um Yeah. And that, and that's really an unfair scenario. I mean, ah, I mean, I'm not even sure what I could say with that. And and it's and it's been an up and down with the women's wrestling just in general. Um, and I I'll speak on my end of it. I know when I suggested it originally to a particular promoter who will remain nameless, he didn't see any value in that up until. The channel that that I have show numbers, <laughs> and then suddenly there was all girl shows being produced by him. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if he's continued to do that since then. I know it's at least been three or four, but that that just seems to be the way it goes. How how do you survive it? I mean, because you just you just brought up a really good point. There's at least in this area. There's not a huge amount of 
say all girl promotions or or promotions that support a vast number of the women if you if you do you might get one you know one on a show or something like that so you know how how do you manage it um um honestly i just i don't know it's just it's just one of those where it's like most most yeah there's not really that many all all women's promotions out there and um i actually was on a uh here here recently i think it was uh making towns wrestling i was on a uh it was all women's uh promotion um but other than other than that i haven't really seen that many all women's promotions you know around and it's normally just you know mostly the men and then they may have one or two women matches and we're just you know it's it, it's it's hard, you know, but you just have to to find promotions that's willing to, you know, book women or and just have to go with go with that. And uh, I wish there was more all women shows around, and you know, a, a, I wish there was more promoters that you know would book women because I know some some promoters only you know want the men, but. Yeah. But you just have to you just have to do what you can do and just just move forward and just keep keep moving on with your career no matter no matter where you go no matter what it is. I was told the Women's Pro Wrestling Network needs to start producing matches. Nah. <laughs> if I and I and I will say publicly if I had the money I would okay. That's, I think that right. when I get those messages or the comments to me, it's like, yeah, I appreciate it, and yes, that that would be a great idea, but it's it's not uh -huh. it's not necessarily an easy thing to do. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, because yes. if it, if I could have done it, I'd have done it a long time ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but considering your your passion for the business, and you know, you like being in the ring if you were not wrestling uh would you take some other aspect of it manager valet behind the scenes interviewer booker or is there any other slot in wrestling that you feel like you know what i might want to give this a shot oh yeah if i if i wasn't actually um you know actually a wrestler working inside the ring i would I would love to be a, a valet, or I'd even ref. Um, I didn't. I wouldn't care to ref, commentate. I, I would do pretty much anything just to be around the business. I would do it. Okay, the commentator. All right. Have you tried that before? No, I have not. But uh, it's something I would try. Honestly, I really would. Uh, well, you know, I, I think I'm, maybe one of these days we we'll get we'll get the uh, widow as a guest commentator on a. Women's Pro Wrestling Network match. Who knows? That sounds like that oh, could yeah. be fun. Baby face or heel? I have my guess as which one you prefer, but tell me your preference. Uh, heel. Ah, yeah, I figured that. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> All right. So why? Why? Why do you prefer heel? Now, I, I think that before you even say, it, I only have one match where I think you've worked face on this channel. All the rest of them are heel. So, so why do you prefer heel? Um, I prefer heel. Um, 
I would have to say my character is kind of uh, dark. So, but honestly, you're going to love me or hate me either way. So, um, no matter whether you're talking bad, you still got my name in your mouth. You still pay. They're still going to pay money to come see me. And I just really love running my mouth to the crowd, to the fans. I still have my fans that love me no matter whether I'm baby or face. But just me personally, deep down in my heart, I would rather just be a heel. That's just how I just feel. I feel more, how can I say this? I feel more, um, oh, I don't know how to put it. Like, um, feel more I just ease. feel like that's more more of my character. Like, I, sh- I, I should be a heel. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, baby face, you know, get, you know, you get all I don't I just I just can't be all bubbly and you know get I just I just can't do, I just I'm what do you I mean feel you like can't do it? I feel like deep down in my bones I was born to be a heel. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you can't be bubbly? You seem like such a nice woman. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can be, I can be, but I don't know. I just I I. I just like being that that bad that bad girl that that heel that heelish heelish mode like don't don't you know don't mess with me or I will mess you up like <laughs> uh, okay we'll, we'll keep but... that in mind <laughs> now, now the making the towns uh, and I, I hope I'm saying it right which which one did you participate on it, it, was this one of their uh, big events. That they had, because I don't I don't know yeah, if was, they run regularly or not. I don't I don't know how how they operate. I've only seen one, and it was kind. Of, I don't want to say it was pay per view, but it was it was a lot. It was a larger event, like a, a tournament. Um yeah this this one was actually at the TWE arena in uh Chattanooga or Red Bank I think it was Red Bank mm-hmm. um it was a all women's show um I can't remember the date but um. It was, it was actually, it was actually the, the show, it was, Jordan Grace was to be there, but she couldn't because she had signed with, um, Impact. Uh, Impact, yeah, and she was supposed to be there, so, uh, but it was one, I just can't remember when it took place, like the, it was a couple months ago. I think they, they only come into town, or they only come to TWE, I think every, every, three maybe three months or so i think it's been about three months since i i had that match I, and i actually worked uh roxy at that show um but uh yeah it was all women's it was all women's um so i think they did have a guys match on there but most most of it was women um uh, they they i don't think they run every every month okay honestly i'm not too sure and you and Roxy again. See that that that's another one. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's another yes. name that you seem intertwined with. Like whatever y'all do, y'all can't really <laughs> can't really separate from <laughs> from the other. She, she's always there. Yep. Always. Which I will say. Uh, what gosh, and I gotta remember the episode. Uh, she provided me a match from TWE. Asked me to put it on the channel. Twenty three, episode twenty three. 
Widow versus Rock and Roll Roxy. Uh, I believe you uh, upset her for the championship this particular one. Uh, but, I mean, it was, it was a good match. and I, I, It was the first time I'd seen her throw, uh, <laughs> well, throw you around for one. And, and two, I think she did like three or four different versions of suplex in a row, and I'd never seen her do that. Yes, I think I, I think I'm not, that was uh, the TWA uh, or TWE Women's Championship. I think that was that match. Nice. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that was that was a good match. I actually enjoyed that, and that's when I won the uh, TWE Women's Championship that night. Yes, again, all serious mode. I think yeah, you did a little bit of a. a, a Light-hearted spot in in the beginning of it, but outside of that, it was it was all business. Mm-hmm. So yes, another one for you listeners out there. If you wanted to see the widow work, uh, make sure that you go digging through the archives. So we got episode nineteen with her versus Jessica Whitmore, episode twenty-three with her versus Rock and Roll Roxy. Now, there is no number to the episode. It's actually more of a special, but the, the Deep South Championship Wrestling Ladies Night 2014 main event, you can skip right down to the end. So that was like three good matches that you could go check out and see what she's all about right there. And and you don't have to go much further than the Women's Pros Network to do it. I mean, how how great is that? So, I mean, all all in, under one umbrella. Uh, you talked about the stuff that you would do. How about the creative? You ever thought about booking? Oh, honestly, I have never thought about that. No? Never never crossed your mind? No. Never crossed my mind, honestly. I mean, here and there, I mean, in the back of my mind, but then I'm like, oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a lot of, a lot of work to do. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't. I have I have five kids as it is. I don't know if I can uh can add that it. extra extra workload to to my five kids as it is. <laughs> well, you know, hey, well let's put put it this way: it, What if you were to assist in booking, not necessarily be the booker? Yeah, I could I could possibly yeah assist. I could I could probably handle assisting booking than just being the actual booker. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, see, there you go. So, so not just be the one that, like, hey, I'm going to do all the, yeah. the booking from top to bottom. But if you were just assisting the the lead person, the lead booker, lead writer, whatever you want to deem it as, and you could just kind of offer your two cents, like, hey, well, what if we did this? I mean, yeah, I, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so yeah, I, I didn't know it. Ultimately, we want to see if the creative end is something that you would be interested in doing at any given point. So, yes, absolutely. Okay, so so there we have it. You know, we we we've covered a a good chunk of your your aspirations, uh, uh, what you would and would not do. But speaking of aspirations, are, are there any short term goals for the widow right now, as far as uh, your in ring uh, presence is concerned? Oh. Uh. No, honestly, I don't. It's one day at a time? Yeah, that's pretty much just taking it one day at a time, honestly. 
Uh, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna apply a goal for you then. I'm gonna say that you have okay. to, you have to be working in another Georgia ring. We're gonna, we're gonna start with a small goal. You're gonna need to be working into another Georgia ring within the next six months. Absolutely. The second half of that is, you probably need to tag up with the White Widow at least once this calendar year. Yes, that 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 would be awesome. Not have you seen the White Widow? Yes. Okay, so yeah, I was like the widows need to get together at least at least once. That just seems, at least once. It just seems like it's just made for each other. The Black right, Widow, Brianna yes. Call, the White Widow, Bristol Hale, the Widows. Yes, that that's perfect. <laughs> and you need two girls that you could beat down. Now, now I'm going to test your creative juice right now here on the spot. Give me two names that the that the Widows can beat up. Oh. Let, let's test that booking mind. Oh Lord. <laughs> um. I normally say this for the random questions portion of the of the show, but we're but we're gonna give you an early one. Oh Lord, <laughs> there's 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 so many out there. There's so so many women out there. Um, well, well, first let me just say Danny, Dor- Danny Jordan and um, let's see, Danny and um. Oh. <laughs> yeah, say that. That's all. About all I got is Danny Jordan. No, you can. You can do it. You can. I believe in you, Brianna. Come um, on. You can do it. Let's see. Let's see. Um. We got Danny Jordan. She's a little spark plug. She's yes, tiny, tiny um, powerhouse. Let's 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 name off a few that that might work in in the. Uh, in the role, let's see, uh, the Kizzy Page, perhaps, Austin Madison, Aja Pereira. Yes. Um, oh, Aja, Aja would be a great one. Aja. Yes. Well, see, now, now you definitely have to be healed, which is probably what you want to be anyway. Yes. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there we have the Black Widow, the White Widow, and versus... Two smaller opponents, but y'all can kind of beat up and throw around, which would be great. Exactly. Exactly. It's perfect. It's perfect. So anybody out there that wants to sponsor this match, I think we can make that happen. That that might be something worth it. And I, I definitely, if you actually get this thing going, I, I need notice so I can bring the cameras. Can, yes. We cannot let that match happen and not be produced. So there we go. I think that that was uh that, that was see that was a good booking. That that was good. That was so bad. Yeah, I think that worked perfect. So so there we have it. now. Now we come to the portion of the show where I go through random questions. It's time for random questions. Well, I ask you stuff that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with wrestling, but you know, because I do it for fun. I like to keep this thing light. <laughs> so, Black Widow, are you ready? 
I'm ready. Have you entertained entering any other avenue of the entertainment industry? No. What do you watch? Television, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, traditional broadcast. What what is what is uh your source of viewing pleasure? Netflix all day long. Netflix. <laughs> yes. What is the hardest thing about being a parent that you didn't understand before you had kids? So the hardest thing, um, oh Lord, I would have to say naps. I really, really love to sleep. So naps is the hardest because your kids don't want to nap. So you want them to nap and they don't want to nap. <laughs> ah, yes, indeed. Mm, yes. <laughs> What's your preference? Live action Disney? Or animated Disney? Animated. What's a cartoon that you watched as a kid that your children have no concept of? Oh, um... Pocahontas. Really? They don't have no concept of Pocahontas? Yeah. Wow. No, my kids. I even, I even said my old. I told my oldest. I said I wanted to. Uh, Pocahontas was on or something. I said I want to watch that. And my son was like, "Who's Pocahontas?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God, son!" <laughs> and it was at that moment where you realized the generational switch had been flipped. Exactly. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Who is it? Well, don't worry. Look, I, I, I get that all the time. <laughs> my, my my kids, my son doesn't understand some of the stuff I watch. It's like, and if he does, when I looked at, it, it's like, man, that looks terrible. I'm like, what? This is this is great <laughs> animation. Back when I was like, you mean the Transformers looks bad? This is uh, exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, just make your old man feel worse. Why don't you? Uh, uh, if you had not gone into wrestling. What would you have done with yourself? Oh, Lord. Ah, that's that's one to think about. Oh, uh, that, yeah, that, that's, that is one to think about. Because honestly, I have, honestly, I have no idea. Okay. Well, you know what you can answer for that one, then? This, it was wrestling or bust. That's it. That's exactly it. Okay. Last random question. I want you to, you have to picture this now first. It's the middle of the day. The kids are awake. You're on the phone. Are your kids capable of not interrupting your conversation? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) And, And there lies the answer of every parent. Only parents will get that. Yes. <laughs> it, it is, it, the bonus answer would have been if you could have said, "Can't you see mommy's on the phone?" You know that that, that you know that that's usually the uh, response or something. Yep. Ah, yes. Fantasy booking. Fantasy booking. 
last leg of the of the interview, the last leg of the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this so far. We've had a good time with Brianna Call, and now we're going to test her uh, booking acumen one more time because it is always the belief of the host, myself, that every wrestler has at least one angle or storyline that they've kind of tucked away inside of their brain uh, for such an occasion. So I am going to put you on the spot. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but, but you've done so well. You've done so well, Brian. Just, just stick with me now. This, okay. This is the point where you get to tell me that hey, if I had the book and I was I was booking a perfect angle storyline, however long it's going to take, a week or not just a match. Now let's be clear, not just a single match. It's an angle. So if you were going to do that, give me your fantasy booking. Oh. Now, now just just so you know, Mr. Green is here to help you out. So, you know, that, that's, uh, we, we will weave this thing together if you have too hard a trouble. Okay. Um... Well, let, let's start with find. Let's find you an opponent first. Let, let's start with that. Okay. Um. Probably no better opponent for you than Roxy. Yeah. Y'all have worked each other a number of times. You probably could wrestle each uh, other blindfolded at this point. Yes. Yes. That. That's right. You. You. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so. So just based on that alone, if we were going to start and and work our way to, I don't know, uh, what, what what would be a good match for you to work your way to? Mm. I would all I would have to say because I've always wanted to do, but I want to do this before my career or before I do any go, go out or whatever. I would have to say a tables match. I want to go. I, like table, you know, like a TLC match, something, something like that. Because you don't see, you don't see women do that. Mm-hmm. So that that would be the perfect, the perfect angle to build towards a tables match. Okay, that's not now you're talking. There you go. Yes. So, so, you, <laughs> so you so you trying to get to the, the climax of this thing? Is you gonna polish it off on a tables match? No. Yes. Yes. Now, now, see if you wanted to add in some some extra, uh, I don't know, this is some extra uh, players is what I was looking for. See, then you can turn that also to a tag, and then she can pull out uh, Tiffany Rocks, and they can reform. Well, we we can't say the old names. I like so in my right. world, in my universe, there the Rock and Rocks connection. We will, we will leave them at that. Okay. So, so they reformed the Rock and Rocks connection, and you have the the widows on the on the opposite side of that. You're trying to get, you're trying to get to the tables match. How how do we get there? Other than the fact that you you know Roxy is kind of beating you up and whatever the case may be. Now you're the heel. It got to be the other way around. What, what am I talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I have to be beating her up, and every time I'm 
you know, uh, let's see, we would have to, it would have to be, um, like, I'd have to be beating her up, and then, of course, you know, she'd have to bring, you know, Tiffany in, and, you know, we'd have to, you know, be beating on Tiffany, and then, um, oh, I don't know, we just have to incorporate. It has to be a series of beatings that they have t- said enough is enough. They, they, exactly. They say enough is enough. Let's, let's just end this on, let's just end this. Let's have this big, huge blow off match. And we're going to, you know, use tables. And, uh, there you it, go. of course, yeah. it's, you know, it's tag match, of course, you know, just as soon as they go through the tables. That's it. See, and and we ain't talking tender loving cares. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Yes, yes. Now, now, if this had happened earlier, I forget when I I shot the match with you tagging with Roxy. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's probably been a year by now. Has it been that long? Probably. Uh, there was a match that you and Roxy tagged up to take on uh, Jessica Lee and America Strong. Yeah, that's got to have been over a year by, by now. Cause yeah. Because uh, America's yeah. since retired. So, <laughs> But I will say, now, the end of that match would have been perfect for you to set that up because... I, I know she was trying to be babyface. I really, I know, she, I know she was. But at the end of the match, it was like, okay, now if the widow turned on here, it would make perfect sense to me that you do it. Because at the end, she's like, okay, y'all lost the match, she's lost the fall, and the next day she's on the microphone talking about, hey, I'm gonna get me a partner, and and I'm gonna get the uh, rubble, and she's gonna be my partner. And, and you meanwhile, you're sitting there like, okay, what? Getting a partner. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting yeah. right here. <laughs> like, that was perfect. Yeah, and, and it, my, it would have been perfect. And in my mind, I was like, why did they do something with this? This is great. <laughs> that would have been a perfect time for you to come back the, the next month or whatever the case may be and heal out on her. Like, how dare you? Absolutely. <laughs> Put me off the shoulder, me <laughs> off to the side for for a rebel for th- just because she a teenager don't make her good. Yes, exactly. That would have been the catalyst right there. That would have launched it off of me if if I if it was my way. If I had the book, if I had the magic pen, that would have been the thing that shot it over the moon. So I would have had to start in reverse. I would have had to start with Tiffany opposed to Roxy. You can beat up on her. You can smack her around with a chair every once in a while. You can you can lose, but as long as you still get the heat back and just beat her up some, and then she, then we finally get to the point to blow off that you're that you're aiming for. You say, okay, enough is enough. I'm bringing in my real partner. I'm bringing in Rock and Roll Roxy. The Rock and Roll's connection back together again. Boom, boom, boom. And you say, all right, well, for the first time ever. The widows are gonna be live, and we're gonna put you through these tables. You know, something, something, something. Yes, <laughs> you'd have to yes. cut your own promo. <laughs> yes, that would be that would be the perfect match. Well, see, there we go. Brianna, go book it. Go talk to your promoter. Absolutely. 
Tell, tell them they can have that one for free. I didn't. I, I didn't. I laid <laughs> it out. I, I, I've given it to you. They can have that one. Just, just tell them. Give me a little bit of credit. Say, hey, this one comes from Mr. Green from the Women's Brunson Network. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So there we have it. I, I, I think we, we've gone through fantasy booking. We've gone through the, the random questions. We've hit the the uh, the highlights of, of the career. I, I've already made the prediction. Uh, we have two of them levied on you right now. One, that you make the Georgia return. Two, that uh, yourself and the White Widow Bristol Hill must tag up at least once in the calendar year of 2019. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's gonna pull that together, but that that should happen. Anything else that you'd like to add to this uh, wonderful conversation that we're having so far? Just that I'm honored that you had me on the show, and um, I love women's wrestling. Well, I absolutely want to tell you that. You are the doors are open. You're welcome to come back anytime that you please. If you have any news and views that you want to share to to your your people out there, the platform is yours. Any contact information that you'd like to share, social media uh, that people can follow you, contact you, book you. Um, you can find me on um, uh, I'm on Twitter um, under Black Widow. The same with my Facebook and my Instagram. All of them, you can find me uh, under the Black Widow. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, I love all my fans, and uh, just uh, just look up Black Widow, and you'll find me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That, that sounds good. And as for me and the Women's Processing Network, you can find that all one word, Women's Processing Network, on Facebook and on YouTube. Those are the primary sources of uh, information as it relates to uh, our product. Of course, if you go to WPNWrestling.com, our website, it is the nexus for all things Women's Pro Wrestling Network, and you know, for those that have sent these messages asking for uh, uh, original matches and, and such, it is the reason why now we are going off into merchandise because the, the only way that I'm ever going to uh, produce that for you guys is if there is an influx of money. <laughs> so, so, what better way than to start selling some t shirts and, and merch? So, if you want to see the likes of uh, the Black Widow. Or Rock and Roll Roxy, Tiffany Rocks, The White Widow, Bristol Hale, Austin Madison, Aja Pereira, Double D Rose, so on and so forth. You like to see them participate in matches of original content produced by the Women's Processing Network. Then there is your outlet right there. All you gotta do, hit that site up, go to their shop page, and you will find everything you need. Or if you're just feeling uh, 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 generous, Go to podbean.com, Women's Processing Network, and hit the donate button, and you can drop something right there, and then we will pass that on to the talents that need it. So, with that, I think I have covered a bunch. What do you say, uh, Widow? Think I covered a lot? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, there we have it. I think we, we have uh, covered, covered the entire spectrum 
And uh, that sounds good for me. If it sounds good for her, it sounds good for me. So for Mr. Green, this is uh, the Women's Pro Network, Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. And this is me saying that this is Mr. Green saying that I will catch you on the next go-round. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.